1: the gamers lounge with amon green is on the air
2: you need a sledgehammer that's batman the gamers lounge tony stark will blow up the building and then as it's blowing up he'll rebuild it
0: it's time <laughs> to press play mm, welcome
2: to amon green's gamer lounge with my good friends dean and john gentlemen how, how are you guys doing today
0: are you eating something over there in green bay amon here you go mmm you
2: no, no, lunch? I was just, no, I, just I, I was, I was just loving the intro. The intro oh, so good, you know. It's like you, you, when you' are about to eat that snack, you start moaning. <laughs> yeah, you're like mm, this is so good. It's like <laughs> that intro. That intro is so good. It's like mm, music
1: to my ears.
0: Oh. oh no, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, sort of adjusting to life here in Dane County without uh, or. With having to wear masks everywhere we go, inside, outside. So, other
1: than that, it's all good. Well, it's like everywhere, a lot of places, I guess, in the country, a lot of mandated masks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and yeah, just kind of get used to it. And for me, it's really not that much of a right. a big stretch. I think for a lot of people, maybe it's not that big of a stretch. You know, you just put the mask on and take it off when you get back in the car if you're out doing things. Right. It's
2: <laughs> just, yeah, just one of them new things that we got to add to our list of uh, things to do when we leave the house. And, you know, to me, I've been 50 50. Like I have it in the car, but then I leave it in the car or I have it on my face and I have it just enough lower where I could breathe because I'm sitting there having a conversation. You know, Um, Lakeland has different rules like for teachers or coaches or coaching. They could have it all. But if we're not, if we're just sitting there listening, then you got to put it on. Same for the the students that will have to. uh, buy by, by the same rules come um August when school starts in, on August 26th so. I'll,
1: I'll tell you this Simon. I I did wear it when I went to pick up my brand new 55 inch 4k TV this past weekend
0: Boom. noise Boom. noise
2: that's great for movies yes that's great for TV shows and as we talked about before off uh, before we went on air, that is not great for gaming. <laughs> I know. So you know.
1: <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say, because you and I talked a little bit about this before. Is there a good size and I'm going to default to you, Amon, is yes. there a good size and what is that size for gaming?
2: So yes, there is a good size and that size is, it's a preference between 23.8 inches or so almost 24 inches in diameter, you know, screen diameter to a 32 inch curve that some companies make out there today. Mm.
1: So the smaller the screen, the better because I'm, I'm way off of that. I'm way yeah, off.
2: <laughs> yeah. So for entertainment purposes, you're good to go, bro. Okay. You know, you pop in that Blu-ray or you go, you know, watch the new Netflix show or TV show that's on there. You're good to go. Mario party. You're good because you're just having a good time. But if you're trying to go in there and try to win and be competitive it's going to be a little, uh, I say struggle and adjustment because everybody's going to have a lag or not going to have a lag and you're going to have a big lag because of the switch of the 55 inch. even though it's 4k and it has all the pretty bells and whistles, it probably has picture and picture and it probably has all the apps downloaded to it. Am I right?
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep.
2: <laughs> as Netflix has Hulu, it might even have like Apple TV on that thing. So
0: which brand, I, which brand of TV? Did you go with right. John? Oh, uh, Samsung. I okay, Samsung. There you go. Yeah. that
2: is a good. That's a, and yeah. that's one of the that's one of the best brands from TV to entertainment to gaming. Um, gaming PCs a from uh, BenQ to Samsung to uh, uh, ASUS is A A S U S is how it's spelled. Um, so there and it's more. It's probably like a dozen or so companies that make monitors and that are. It's all about the frames per second, the FPS. So another FPS. As we know from our our old good friend, Mike, Mike Heller here uh, down in the studio. uh, So FPS in this definition for a monitor means frames per second. So your frames per second on that 55 inch is pretty much like slow motion in competitive sense. Mm. So if you're playing Call of Duty competitively, you could be from your viewpoint of view, John, you're shooting at an opponent where, you know, you put two or three bullets in him. He's probably put eight in you. You see the you see the lag comparison there. So that is what happens, you know, in a competitive play. Or say if you play playing Street Fighter or a fighting game for that matter. You playing Super Smash. You play in Mortal Kombat. You throw one punch. That opponent kicked you in the head and hit you twice in the stomach. That's how the lag. That's the the reference. That's, that's the so- difference. Right.
1: It's <laughs> so insane. It's like trying to think about like, uh, the speed of light or something like that, where you try to figure, I have no idea, but I'm going to trust you. And okay. Yeah. Dang it. Well,
2: exactly. A- it's, it's, it's like, I mean, too, we, we talk football a lot, right? So we want to take the fastest person in football today, which is Tyreek Hill. All right. And then match him up to Tom Brady in a race. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's it, right there. You know, we know Tom is <laughs> an outstanding quarterback, yep. but in terms of straight ahead speed, Tyreek Hill could run two two hundreds before Tom finishes half a one, probably.
1: All right. You know what I'm saying? So, so Brady, that's Brady's the 55 inch TV. Tyreek Hill is the 30 inch TV.
2: Right. So 55 inch looks good. You know, he's fancy, got the bells and whistles, but some things he just can't do. He can't run. <laughs> he can't run fast. <laughs> oh man! So uh, Ben, you got a you got a little little tidbit about Ninja here.
0: Yeah, he is back. Yeah. To, yeah, he's back to streaming now. He didn't sign any exclusive deal like he had before with Mixer, but he mm-hmm. just randomly dropped a stream of Fortnite on YouTube. Do you see how many people watch this thing I'm on?
2: No, we were talking before. You said what? A hundred and sixty thousand concurrent, or what's the word? John? Yeah,
1: concurrent, <laughs> <What>? concurrent. <laughs> no. What oh, was the
2: word you said? I
1: said 160,000 congruent viewers.
2: <laughs> hey, man, when you said it, that is to me, I thought it was in Webster. Okay. So, legitimately, I'm messing with you, not teasing you. I'm like, okay, that's the word. Thank you. So, yeah. yes, that's a lot of viewers right there. Um, but he's like that. He's Midas right now. He's Midas, the king, you know, Midas, the gold king. Basically, anything he touches doesn't obviously turn to gold, but it turns to people viewing, t- turning in to view him to watch him play something. Yeah, Fortnite, this, Valorant, whatever he plays.
0: Yeah, and this is not a bad way to show other streaming platforms that, guys, this is what I can bring in, okay? you Like, you need to sign me. Get me another deal, you know what I mean? And what streaming platform wouldn't just throw just back of the Brinks truck at this guy?
2: Right, and if you look at it from the sense of we know sports, and you're talking about basically another one-year deal or two-year deal, because that was a multi-year deal he signed with Mixer. That he all got up front, I believe, and now he's a free agent again, and now he could splash the market with this right here, having leverage, saying, "Look, look, I just brung with no advertising, I brung 160 thousand people." Yep, it's uh, it sets the president, it sets the bar. Um, I'm uh, for him, I'm excited for him because the sky's limit. He can definitely do what he want to do in terms of setting what games he play, where he plays it, because everybody's gonna come to watch he has that obviously right now, that it factor as we talk about in the entertainment world and he's one of them guys.
1: Am I the only one, like what would you do if you were ninja? So you sign this $30 million deal with Mixer, they blow up the company, you get $30 million. I'm sure you've Mm -hmm. made a a bunch before that deal as well. You can go anywhere you want and do whatever you want because you have that much influence. Like what's to stop him from just like, just shutting it down, being like, I'm good guys. I'll see you when I'm 50. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I mean, so right now, I mean, he could do just about anything he wants. He was making before Mixer, he was making between a hundred thousand to five hundred thousand dollars per month. Um, and with that, you know, he could just kick his feet up and say, you know what? I'm gonna buy a whole bunch of vintage Super Mario Brother games that like we're about to talk about here, of a Super Mario game that was just bought for a hundred and fourteen thousand dollars. And that's that's a nickel, that's a nickel in the barrel for ninja. So he could buy out buy that one. And then we'll go buy uh, Mike Tyson's punch out that was that sold for 50 grand. So that's what he's probably going to do. He's going to buy all the vintage games <laughs> with the mint he's uh, he's earned and still be able to invest and secure his family's. Uh, uh, I said, I say a uh, storyline to keep all the little ninjas once the little ninjas start popping up <laughs> for uh, <laughs> the next gaming generation. That's going to dominate <clears throat> the gaming platforms all around. So. yeah, So, yeah, this was um, when you when you sent this text, I believe it was John. Yeah. I was like, I was like, man, all I'm thinking about is I wish I had saved my Super Mario Brothers because I had this game. I had the box. I had the Nintendo Entertainment System. Legend of Zelda, the gold cartridge. So now seeing this stuff now, I'm just shaking my head. It's awesome. You know, that uh, was it heritage, heritage uh, auctions, uh, auctions, you know, are selling these games. At different, you know, events around the country, they sold Mike Tyson punch out for a little bit over 50 grand and they're going, you know, all old school, which for me, you know, I I wish I still had these these games because I had the system and I'll be sitting on a little couple of investment projects there.
1: Yeah. So for people (laughs) that don't know, like, okay, so I'm into like sports cards and what you do with your cards you grade them so you send them off and someone gives them a you know whatever out of 10 and so this Mario Brothers game unopened was graded at a 9.4 and it sold for the $114,000 like you're saying amon i'm with you now if i remember my copy of mario correctly i thought it came with the gaming system in that box like with the gaming system i don't remember ever having a, a original box for mario but i do back in my house in minnesota I do have boxes of almost all my games. Now, are they in this mint condition? Absolutely not. They're all tattered and torn.
2: A little dusty. A little dusty.
1: But yeah, isn't that crazy? If you could could get any one of those just kind of as a collector's item and just kind of put it on the display shelf, which game would you get?
2: It would be instantly the gold cartridge, the one I just mentioned. The Legend of Zelda, the first cartridge, the gold one. Um, That one, when I saw that out the box, and by the way, so, yes, you're right. It came with the Nintendo Entertainment System, and it had an addition with Rob the robot, and you had the game gyromite with that where it actually used Rob was you know that's where Nintendo started um messing around with components out peripherals outside the game system to now where we at with switch and the Wii. They started it back then, but yeah, that came with the system, so yeah, I would have a gold cartridge, I would say in a plexig class box where nothing can get on it. <laughs> And I might open it up once a year just to touch it.
0: (laughs) I'm going (laughs) to go. I go with Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm a a little bit um, uh, younger than you two. So my first system was the Genesis. So if I could get an original copy unopened of Sonic the Hedgehog, that's going up on my mantle. Gosh, that's a good one.
1: That's a good one. That's a good one. I think I would go with, since I am a sports fan too, I would either go with Super Tecmo Bowl. Or is it Tecmo Super Bowl? I always get that mixed up. Tecmo
2: Super Bowl. Tecmo it, Super Bowl. It was both. They had Tecmo Bowl and then they had Super Tecmo Bowl. Okay,
1: okay so Super, Super Tecmo Bowl, or I would go with Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Ooh.
0: Gee, I never played that game. You I ever say p- Mike Tyson? No, never. Ooh, it's never. Well, it came out before I was alive of mine. Yeah. <laughs>
1: true. But remember true. they changed it from Mike Tyson to just like some other punch random. Out. Well, yeah, because he went up. to jail for Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Well
2: I, well, I don't know if that was the reason why they changed uh, the name. Maybe it was. You might be right, Ben. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was but it's classic games. And they like I know for arcade purposes, it was just called Punch Out. Mm-hmm. And so you know having a ton of, you know and back in the day there were paids everywhere just like there, there are new esports facilities popping up where you can go and play your game so having mac tyson punch out all around america instead of punch out was a different obviously that'd be royalties or contract you know uh, agreement with him as a as an athlete at that time so that's probably why they just went to punch It out been easier just put out punch out instead of mike tyson's punch out yeah and you know they have to upset it, upset him and you don't want to do that he's a, <laughs> No. He's, kind of, he, he's kind of a scary guy. Hey, you don't upset you the
1: champ. Real quick, did you guys see Tyson's <laughs> going to fight a shark or something? I'm serious.
0: Do you guys <laughs> hear this? That,
2: I've been seeing the training videos. I didn't know he was training for a shark. That's probably the only thing that could, that could win.
1: <laughs> the
0: shark's just going to eat him. It's going to
1: be on Shark Week. On um, Yeah, so he's going to fight a shark. I don't know how they're actually going to do what it. What type
2: of shark? I don't
1: know. I have no clue. Are no you clue. serious? Yeah.
2: I got I to gotta, I gotta, check this out. Yeah,
1: there's... All, I, have
2: you seen, have you seen recent videos of him
1: training? Oh, yeah. Like, that's scary.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. He is. he I mean, he was amazing then. He doesn't look like he lost much other than the gray hair on his head. That's it. Yeah. He yeah. looks dangerous as he did when he
1: was in his 20s. You know, he, those punches sound so hard. Like, it would destroy a normal person I at the age of 50, whatever he is. I don't
0: know how a person moves their hands that fast. <sighs> like, it's hey, lightning man. quick. Yeah.
1: Right. It's and
2: the, and then there's power behind it Right You can just hear the power hitting the pads Think that, Thank oh. God that pad is just an inanimate object If that was people he was touching Hitting right there Oh my God In the ring It is unfair It is unfair And it's unfair to where Going into the next topic How some of these NFL players feel about being rated We're going over to Madden ratings Are out For Madden 21 And we got the 99 clubbers which I might have been a 99 clubber. I would say that I'll put that out there because I, I did get a 99 ultimate card this past couple of weeks. I think EA listened into our show and was like, Hey man, we need to give this guy a card. He's talking about us right now. <laughs> <laughs> but we got uh, we talked about this a little bit, John, with Mike the other day too, was uh, we got Stefan Gilmore. He's in the, he's in the 99 club uh, Aaron Donald, Christian McCaffrey, one of my favorite running backs of today. Uh, along with uh, Aaron Jones, obviously, with the Packers, and a uh, big Derrick Henry behind them. I believe he's at a 92, but the 99 club got some big name hitters
1: there. Yeah, so I got the whole 99 club for you in Madden 21. Patrick Mahomes, 99. You mentioned McCaffrey, 99. Michael Thomas, he's a wide receiver for the Saints, 99. Mm-hmm. Aaron Donald, 99. And like you said, Stephen Gilmore, a 99. But, but players like you obviously you play in the league amount like players when they hear their rating like that's a big deal to them right
2: it's huge it's huge man it's it's just at the time i guess we're a little i say sensitive i'll be honest <laughs> and you want to you know you you want to make sure that when people critique you because you're always getting critiqued by coaches and your teammates watching film breaking stuff down and then and making sure you do your job right so when you see the rating come out and you check your attributes, your speed, your breakaway speed, your acceleration, um, catching the ball out the back for all that, you rate you look at that stuff, you be like, you know what you've done, good and bad. You know how many fumbles you've had, or interceptions you've thrown as a quarterback, or interceptions you have intercepted as a defensive player. And so when that rating is maybe a little off, it's like, wait a minute, but if it's everything's there, just to get that honor of having a ninety nine, I think if you get an honor of a ninety nine, nothing else matter. Because you can't be a, there, there, there will ever, never be a one hundred, um, Madden card. So being in a ninety nine club is a big privilege. And I don't know if you watch the videos, guys, but you the videos they got a big old huge crate sent from them, from EA, that has like a yeah. gold chain, diamond blinged out with ninety nine on it. And they have, I think they had obviously they have probably have a game copy of the game, um, pictures and books of the ninety nine club. And I was just like, wow, Aaron Donald showed his thing off. Uh, Christian McCaffney was on video with Barry Sanders Jr. because they were college teammates, and they had him introduce him the box to him virtually. They had the box delivered, and Barry and Christian talked online. I thought it was, it was very cool the way EA is, uh, is uh, you know, I say, treating and gifting the guys in the 99 Club because that's a big honor to be the, the top 99 on the game because, trust me, these cards in real life, they get sold virtually between gamers. You know, they'll sell these cards anywhere from 50 bucks up to $200, $300. Bucks, and they're virtual cards <laughs> that you use in a game. And that's it. They're not something that we could have. Like I got my, like like you said, John, you collected baseball cards and, and, and cars of, of basketball and football too. I have the same collection sitting in a box right behind me. And it's the box, it's the uh, baseball. It started as a baseball collecting book. But then I went into basketball. That's when Jordan was still doing his thing. And then I got my football players in there too. So I got a little um, motley crew of collection, but it's right there. I could touch it. I could hold it. That's more, I say, credible to me than um, even though the virtual cars obviously mean a lot to some of these gamers out there.
0: Also, I do want to add them on. Back in um, Madden 16, you were put in as a 99 overall legend player. Ooh. So nice.
2: there you go. Yes, it is. No, man. I thank you. I appreciate it. Like once you get the ninety nine tag, uh, there's really no. I say I need to stop complaining. <laughs> <laughs> EA, I'm gonna stop uh, complaining right now. All right. Because they, right. they did, they did, they did it to me uh, this this year too. Like I said a couple weeks ago, they gave me another ninety nine car. So I'm gonna stop complaining. So hey, look, I'm I'm out the game twelve years. So you know what? Be happy <laughs> with it. I'm ha- I'm happy.
0: So this is gonna put you on the spot, on. Would you rather have that? Um, a '99 card or a gold jacket for the NFL Hall of Fame?
2: Oh man, <laughs> I would have to say gold jacket. Really? I'm sorry, I, I definitely, I appreciate the '99, but gold jacket is, 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 it's that thing that a lot of people don't have. I think it's only 250 former football players that have a gold jacket, or somewhere around there, in the history of the NFL of over 20,000 players. So again, like one percent of the NFL players own that jacket, and to say that I have one of those jackets, uh, I'm gonna put out there one day. I'm not, you know, I'm still breathing on this earth. I'll have the opportunity one day. I'll have one, and I'll be very proud of it. And uh, we all take a picture with it, and y'all can hang it up. So <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, that's it's special. It's a special honor. I mean, uh, Aaron Donald got surprised by his uh, fiance. And he loved it. He looked like a big kid, and they all say, "Oh yeah, man, I used to play Madden when I was a kid." And that's, I say to them, I say to EA, that's probably like the, the the thing, the big thank you, because they they know a lot of these uh, pro athletes, not just in football, but for the other games they make, they make FIFA, they make uh, hockey, and um, 2K makes NBA 2K. So for those athletes to say that on camera, it's like, man, I've been playing this kid, this game since I was a kid. I, which for me was the same. I was playing Madden in eighty eight when it first came out and then I started playing Bill Walsh college football that came out on Sega Genesis and then Madden once it got to PlayStation and then Xbox, the original when that came out, then it just continued to continue to ascend with special you know, with the graphics and the gameplay was just you know it was just awesome from there. And it's got better every year for me. So right now we get into we got, you know, we got Call of Duty League going, we got Overwatch League going. So a quick update on NBA two K League. We got about three weeks to playoff startup. And right now we have Raptors Uprising Gaming Club is leading the league with a 13-0 record. So, mind you, with COVID going on, all these teams are sitting at home or sitting at their facilities playing these matches online. So, the matches are just as intense and just as fun to watch when they were traveling back and forth to uh, the New York studio. So, now with everybody sitting at home, like I said, Raptors – Uprising Gaming Club is sitting at thirteen and zero. The game and the teams that I I support and I know because I know them. I met them. I hung out with them. Is Mavs gaming? They're sitting at ten and five. Bucks gaming is in the middle of the pack. They're sitting at seven and six. So hopefully they can make a good playoff push here in the next few weeks to get themselves into the playoffs. And the one team I do know and met, great guys, but they're struggling right now. Sitting at two and eleven is Lakers gaming. So hopefully they could uh, I say have a push. To win three, four games to have that team morale go into the offseason season, be like, look, man, at least we finished on a high note. So hopefully they can have that and, and continue to have fun being pros at what they do, but also uh, get some uh, get some of that get some wins towards the end of the season. So, John, you want to uh, take us into the next segment, please?
1: This or that? Okay, guys, this or that? Another riveting edition here on the Gamers Lounge podcast. Coffee cup or thermos? Coffee cup or thermos? Our first this and that. Let's start with you, Ben.
0: Uh, if I'm at home, I'm straight up coffee cup. If I'm in the office, straight up coffee cup. But I do like a thermos in the car. I'm not going to lie.
1: Mm, I'm on.
2: I was, uh because we already did this a little bit. I'm coffee cup. I like the... See, the I don't problem like all with the me, heat. I don't like all the heat. All yep. the heat. The coffee cup dissipates the heat a little bit.
0: Yeah, here's my problem, though. I like my coffee hot. So when I have an actual coffee cup, if I don't drink it fast enough, I don't like how it's lukewarm. I don't like that.
1: Yeah, it gets it gets pretty cold right away. Now, here's the thing. I have right here this Yeti thermos cup. You can hear. And it's also it's, it's this shape of a coffee mug. So I've kind of got the best of both worlds. Um, so I'm going to go with thermos because I love this thing so much. But at the same time, I will say this. I, I could definitely see myself being a coffee mug guy. Like where I have a bunch of different coffee mugs, like I could, I could get into that. See, like a cool coffee mug, like ooh, I want to drink it out of that one. Loser, because coffee mugs loser. are cool.
2: Kinda cool. Loser, stop it. <laughs> oh man, I was just about to say before Ben said loser. I know a <laughs> lot. I have a lot of friends who are coffee mug collectors. They, which I didn't know because I'm not an avid drinker, but I'm not an avid drinker from Starbucks either. Uh, but they have a collection. They have it every store. And it's just kind of like going to um, like a convention. If you go to different cons and video game convention, you could pick up little memorabilia. Yeah. that's Only exclusively sold there. So at, at each Starbucks, there's only exclusive items sold at the Starbucks in Wisconsin, Starbucks in Ohio, Starbucks in California, stuff like that. So a friend of mine, when they when they travel, they go to different when they're in that city or that state. They get make sure they hit a Starbucks to get that collector's. Starbucks for that city or town they're in. I was yeah. like, wow. Yeah. I did not
1: know that. I've heard a lot about sure. those Starbucks collectible cups too. Uh, all right guys, this or that my, uh, you're going to have to explain this one to me. Uh, Amon, why oh, yeah. honesty or other feelings? Why? I don't get it.
0: <laughs> do you want somebody to <laughs> so, be honest with you or do you want them to tell you what you want to hear?
1: Is that right? What yes.
2: Ben nailed it. I mean, cause other feelings, there's other feelings. There's, you know, all types of feelings out there. Yeah. You know that when you're dealing with friends and, and relationships. So, you rather, at the end of the day, just want straight up, don't beat around the bush, don't save my feelings, or don't lie to me, just tell me what I need to hear, I'll deal with it, Preach. we could talk it out, oh, we can, talk yeah. it out. Okay. We right. can try Preach. to talk it
0: out. Yep. Yeah,
1: well then, okay, then that makes sense to me, yeah, it's it's straight up honesty, honesty who, who wouldn't want that, yeah.
0: Oh, there's people out there who just want to hear what they want to hear, because they always think they're right, just right. so. tell me this or that, I just want to make sure I'm right.
2: I know people like that too, and it's scary, I'm like,
0: how? what? The world doesn't work that way, man.
2: I know. The world doesn't
0: mm-hmm. work that
1: way. Okay. I'm all well, honesty, right. it's a sweep there. This honesty or that. Yeah, all right, this honesty or that. For me too. All right. When sleeping, Amon, fan or no fan? What are you a fan of?
2: Um, I'm a fan of a fan. <laughs> it's Cause I don't like to sleep hot. I like the night I have to have like a little cool chill where I just I just sleep with the sheet. Even in the wintertime, I just sleep with a sheet. Um, but in the summer, when it gets a little humid, a little fan or the window open, that helps. Ben? Ben?
0: Uh, I am fan all day. My favorite sleeping time of the year is fall. I like to sleep with the window mm-hmm. open. gets nice and chilly in the bedroom. I got to make sure that I am under a nice warm blanket. So I'm fan.
1: A lot of right. people love that cold room. I, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not a fan of a cold room at all because then I, I get cold and I know there's a blanket. But then my face gets cold. Um, I go with. <laughs> I'm, excuse I'm a like fan that. of a fan, but not necessarily a fan. In fact, I'm a fan of white noise that sounds like a fan. So I don't actually need a fan. I just need the noise. So, Mon, you I need don't the need. TV on. I don't need the breeze. No, 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 no TV. I need the. I need that noise. In fact, <laughs> oh, what's that noise? Oh, <laughs> I, got it. So I have this sound machine <laughs> with this kick butt speaker on it. <laughs> is that what it sounds yeah. like and you can get a oh. bunch of different noises on that thing and it's such a deep <laughs> Ben
2: loves that one you got you
0: you, you hit his tickle button uh, tickle button right there I know
1: I hit tickle me Ben over there um so yeah I mean that's I, I can't sleep without it can't sleep without it
0: So you can't sleep without this noise
1: <laughs> I need that noise constantly uh, now I know uh, what to make Ben uh how to make Ben laugh right. if, if I ever need to make <laughs> Ben laugh. Exactly. Uh, there you talking. go. That's
2: a tickle But Talk yeah. about a fan noise. <laughs> That's a tickle button.
1: Um all right. As a kid, guys, uh getting tucked in or playing catch with mom or dad. Mm. This or
0: that. Ooh. Ben. My parents never tucked me in ever. Ever? <laughs> they really? just said really? go to bed. And then I went to bed. Yeah, they didn't tuck me in. Wow. But I but I did play a lot of catch with my dad when I was younger, so I would go with playing catch with mom or dad. Okay. Amon?
2: Mm. Um, I'm going to have to say, excuse me there. Um, getting tucked in. That was a fun thing. It was between mom and dad. They were alternate nights. It was different tuck in, obviously between mom and dad. Mom got, you know, she would tuck them all, you know, the cover under my, under my back and my shoulders and give me a nice little kiss on my forehead. My dad, he would come in. You in there. You good? All right, good night, light off. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but it was a, you know, a contrasting of differences, which at least he came in, you know, he talked, we talked, sometimes we'll have a conversation because he was a football coach and I was playing Little League sports too. So we'll talk about practice or something for a little bit. But then he'll, you know, all right, have a good night, light off, boom, he's out. So. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Uh, this, I think it's a really good question of because, I mean, it's really fun like I remember as a kid growing up whether playing catch or you know just dad throwing some pitches to me or shooting some hoops yep. or something like that. Like that's that's fun, man. Um dang it. Uh I'll go playing catch with mom or dad by a nose, just by a hair. Okay. That's that's a tough one. And and this next one though, I'm on I think is really easy. And we'll see how you guys answer it. This or that, bacon or sausage? Ben? Bacon.
0: Bacon all day. Cause you can put bacon on anything. You can eat bacon by itself, like with a sausage. Yes. I eat it by myself with breakfast, but I don't want sausage on a burger. I don't. I don't know. I don't like sausage pizza either. Ugh.
1: Okay, <laughs> not a sausage pizza fan.
2: Right. I would say bacon. You can't go wrong with bacon. On ice cream, on burgers, on grilled cheese sandwiches.
0: I don't know or if not. I want bacon on my ice cream. I've
2: had bacon on ice cream, and it's pretty darn good.
0: Really? It's so awesome. that's why.
2: That's why. That's why I bring it up. Awesome.
1: It's awesome. <laughs> awesome. We got a new sound effect. Thank oh, you. I love it, John. I love uh, it. Maybe we should play that every time we get a clean sweep because I'm going with bacon too. Whoa. And I'm going with yeah. bacon for sure, because bacon is, I mean, how can you say no to bacon? It's awesome. It's awesome, man. <laughs> All right. I'm getting a little too much with the sound effects. you uh, spamming it. you spamming the sound effects. Yeah. Right yeah. Okay. Now. Uh This or that, guys. Korean barbecue or American barbecue.
0: I'll go first. Koreatown, New York City. Go there. Find like an wow. original homemade Korean barbecue place. It will mm-hmm. change your life. It is so freaking good. Change your life,
1: mom. That's what you what it, said. It, exactly.
2: What did I, I said that on
1: Wednesday?
0: Did you? Really? On, yeah.
2: To, about the Korean barbecue. Because yep. when I started uh, last year, this time last year is when I got connected with a company with ESTV. I mentioned to you guys a few times. And the CEO, he's from. He actually was uh, born in Korea, but raised here in the United States in the Los Angeles area. And so Eric took us when I went with him to my first Korean barbecue place. I was like, oh. My God, the seasoning, the sauce, the meat, obviously they they don't, it's not as fatty as American ribs can be, you know, when you have the ribs. So they cut a lot of the fat off. So you get nothing but meat. So actually that felt good because no one, even though I'm eating a little nasty and greasy, which is good, you got to have those cheat days, but I don't have all that fat on there either, which when you're not in the mood for a whole lot of fat, Korean barbecue is your place. And then the sauce is nice and tangy and everything and tastes like it's sweet and sour or sweet and salty. All at the same time. Dang. You guys
1: both rave about it, but I am gonna go American barbecue. Give me some brisket. Come on now.
2: Now that's my favorite American dish. It got me there though. Oh. But uh, but it, but the beef, yes, yeah, the beef. It
1: have
0: it you is. ever had Korean barbecue? No, John? I haven't. So oh, what are you doing?
2: Well, that's well, we got. There is a place in. Uh, I saw one in Madison. I am sure far there from is. the state capitol. We sure might have is. to go by there. Yeah, uh, we'll get you there, John.
1: We'll get you there, John. Okay, final this or that, guys. Disneyland or Disney World? Um or Six Flags, so Disney or Six Flags. Ooh, Ben. Well, ben, you could take this. I'll go you Six. I'll
0: go Six Flags because that's the only place I've been to. I've never been to. Disney, never been, Get out of <laughs> here!
1: You never been to Disney? <laughs> no,
0: never been to Disney. There's, never. There's most.
1: one in California. We really? Go. Is there one, we in sh- one in Florida? There's one in Florida. going on there. We there's should go, in- do a show when COVID's done in Disney.
2: Right. Oh. and Six Flags. We need to do both. Okay, we sure. Hit them both.
0: <laughs> you yeah, said, okay, sure. yeah, I would be totally down for that. My first ever trip to Disney is with the Gamers Lounge podcast. Hell yeah! Boom. But you, who, what do you pick them on?
1: Uh,
2: I'm a roller coaster guy, and Six Flags is a little bit more. They have that roller coaster focus where they have those roller coasters that has that big drop. They have more of those. Not saying that Disney doesn't. And Disney World now has uh, the Star Wars experience, so I got to hit that here soon. When actually, you can go there now because I had a friend. That's where part of this came from. My friend I was talking to um, saying she went down to Disney World with a friend of hers that they go to every year and it was open. You obviously had to do social distancing, distancing rules and mask on, but everything was pretty much live. So i was like, oh, so I do want to experience the Star Wars experience, you know, where I'm feeling like I'm on ta- Tatooine or somewhere like there, or Jakku. And being staying in a hotel, but I'm a roller coaster ride throwing through. I like the big thrills of the ride, the roller coaster
1: ride. Can't handle roller coasters. I'm going Disneyland. Uh, I went there last summer, and like you said, they're, they're not the big. If I, if I go on one of those big roller coasters, I'm done for the next hour because I feel like I'm going to vomit. I get, <laughs> I get sick. I literally oh, get you got sick. A weak,
2: weak stomach, huh?
1: I got a very weak stomach. But here's the funny story, real quick. Um, obviously Disneyland, not even close to those types of roller coasters, but I went on hyperspace mountain cause I always heard of space mountain growing yes. up, right? Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't, had no idea what kind of roller coaster ride it was. I'm just like, we're going on space mountain. I take the six year old at the time on space mountain, you know, she gets locked up behind me with my wife. I'm in the, the, the cart in front of everybody and it takes off and immediately I'm like, this is way too fast for my daughter, like this is like G forces and up and down oh, and go. Well, I mean, for a six year old who's never experienced that. And I'm like, and she's like 50 pounds, 40 pounds. I'm thinking, number one, as soon as I think took off. Oh, God, I hope my kid doesn't fly out of the roller coaster because she's, you know, three foot nothing. 40. Like it was the whole I could not enjoy the ride. I was just thinking, I hope my kid is still in the thing when it's done.
0: I spoken think that's like more a, about a, you being scared,
2: probably. <laughs> true. I would say spoken like a true parent, yeah. a co- true concerned parent. Um, but they had, but she met all of the, the height requirements, right? Yeah, she Walking was. Yeah, in. yep.
1: She met all the yeah, requirements. Cause
2: I, yeah, yeah. Because I'll tell you a story, like real quick. My mom and I. So the first time I went to Disneyland, and I already heard, I heard about Space Mountain as a kid. I don't know how I did. I just did. And so we we go to the, uh, Disneyland in Los Angeles in Orange County, and. It's me, my mom, my older sister Tasha, my nephew, and nobody else wanted to go with me. So my mom was not the roller coaster parent, but she was the parent like you, John. You know what? I gotta go. This is my young kid. I was seven at the time. I gotta ride. Adult has to ride with him. So you know, banking, putting her fear to the side. But the funny thing, this is the funny thing of this, uh, her putting her fear to the side, right? If you remember for yourself too, you might have know, you might not have noticed, but take heed try to go back in your head when you as you were walking through the line yeah. no matter how long that line was it was, it was not many people or if it was a big line if you notice it was an exit every eight to ten feet prior to you and it was probably like ten exits that you could jump out of the ride. Did you notice that? I
1: did not. So you can just like was, bail on it if you want. Right.
2: And so it was torturing my mom. She's like, oh my God, another exit. God dang it. Another exit. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what is the? Is this torture? They're just like telling me you is, better get off. Why is there so many exits here before we... She's like, boy, you got me doing something I don't want to do. Look at all these exits. She's like freaking out. We end up getting on the ride anyway by the end of the exit tor- torture but I'm like that is subliminally messing with people. Yes. They have like 20 exits
1: before you get to the rye People are like is this a sign? Do I should I get off of this? Should I not do this? I think I think the universe is telling me to leave with all these exits. That's hilarious.
2: Great. This or that, man. So, uh let's get over to uh game releases now of the week.
1: Release the games. It's time uh, for the Game Releases. Game,
2: game Releases. Hey, it's a big week of Game Releases. We got some major titles coming out. We got, let me say it right, Shushimi, Ghost of Shushimi. That's on PlayStation 4. We got Halo 3, Master Chief Edition on PC is out. So I'm going to talk about a game that maybe not a lot of people heard about. It is called Never Song. And Never Song, and it's a game that is uh, Serenity Forge. They are thrilled to announce they're a psychological narrative game, and it was formerly called Once Upon a Coma. So Never Song is coming out on Switch, PlayStation Four, Xbox One. It came out yesterday on July sixteenth, and it's available digitally for seventeen for seventeen bucks and forty nine cents. So in this game, you're waking up from a coma. Pete's best friend is now. Nowhere to be found. So you start investigating investigating the screams coming from the heart of Neverwood. So it's a forest. So this increasingly bizarre behavior of the zombie grown-ups and the strange truth of Pete's past is this haunting, dreamlike fable. So you have this, you know, on the switch. Switch again is hitting with the graphics. If you look at it, it's more that, that kid tone. So it's really enticing for the kids, but it might be a little bit ah. Get them ready for that horror stuff, you know, that I love anyway. So you from um, Red Wind Field to the haunting halls of Back Fork Asylum, Ooh. explore six moody uh, illustrative levels, task, boss, monsters. You got zombie grown ups. I wonder why they got to be zombie grownups. That's interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you have a baseball bat. So you have your trusty baseball bat to defend against these zombie grownups these bosses and monsters so immerse yourself in the breathtaking piano centric soundtracks oh i got a little uh, beethoven going on at the same time in this horror horror game Um, so join quirky childhood pals and faithful pet bird on an adventure to discover the truth about your recent coma so that is never never song so check it out Came out yesterday. It looks freaky, by the way. I was way. gonna
0: say, it, just hearing him on talk about it, I'm getting a little weirded out by that game. Yeah, it, looks
2: yeah, like it has eerie. a eerie. What, what's the bat from uh, Walking Dead? Lucille. Oh. So you basically got Lucille walking around. As <laughs> there you weapon. go. I, I'll take Lucille as my as my any partner any day. Any day. All right, ben, I'm gonna go uh-huh.
0: with I'm gonna go with Paper Mario: The Origami King. Ooh. That, yes, comes out July 17th on the Switch. Oh. The kingdom has been ravaged by an origami. Menace join uh Mario and his new partner Olivia as they battle evil folded soldiers, repair the damaged landscape, and try to free Princess Peach's castle from the clutches of King Ollie in this comedy filled adventure only on the Nintendo Switch system. So that's what I am going with this week. Paper Mario.
1: Okay, I'm gonna what? keep it on the Switch, guys. And by the way, the paper Mario looks I like the graphics. It
0: does, right? It looks kinda of It's kinda of cool. It looks yeah. fun for sure. Funky.
1: Uh, and, you know, on the Switch, you can download old Super Nintendo, old Nintendo games uh, with that subscription uh, to Nintendo. And they're releasing. They sl- do a slow release, I guess, of different games. And just came in uh, coming out this week, July game updates, including Donkey Kong Country on your SNES. So your Super Nintendo, the Donkey Kong Country, because when I first got this, guys, I'm looking through. I'm like, oh, they don't have all the games. And I'm like, I'll go to Super Nintendo because one of the games I loved playing growing up. It was donkey kong country mm-hmm. and like oh like yes, donkey kong country one. dang it and now they do uh and that's the latest release you can get if you get the uh snes download nice
2: that was a fun game
1: very fun and, you,
2: and in paper mario is like or the origami and that's like the sequel there's like two or three of them out previously so that's good to know they're expanding that that universe there all right. So now we're into what's on stream.
1: Row, row, row your boat. Generally, uh, sorry. Excuse me. It's time for what's
0: on stream.
2: All right. So my first what's on stream is on Netflix. It's a movie directed by the famous and infamous at the same time. Spike Lee. Um, he's put out, and you know, Spike Lee movies. He yeah. always has uh, his finger on the pulse of what's going on in the world today. So this movie is called The Five Blood. So it's four African-American vets of Vietnam um, that they're, they're going back to Vietnam to kind of uh, I say relive, but also kind of find, finish their storyline there. And they're seeking the remains of their fallen squad leader. So that's where the fifth, the number five comes from. So it was when they were together, they called themselves The Five Blood. So they're looking for the fallen squad leader's remains and a gold of Fortune that might be hidden in the mountains of korea or vietnam excuse me there so you got um, a good r still cast of delroy uh, delroy lindo uh, lindo jonathan majors clark peters so you know it talks about the time the current atmosphere of the 60s with vietnam and how people were wanted to be over there in vietnam fighting war and didn't want to be and how some of the, uh, I say, the race relations was going on then. That same thing going on now. So it kind of hits the the pulse of everything. Spike Lee does a little, you know, great job as what he does. He always putting his touch on being a director. How you have his characters talking directly into the camera, doing that, breaking that fourth wall all the time, which they're giving there. And they're telling a story, and they're telling a great story. So I say, when you have time this weekend, definitely uh, hit hit the play button on the the Five Bloods. You get a like, nice little history lesson. On another point of view of how people that were in the war their experiences and how that affected them you know how they dealt with it afterward that ptsd that everybody has from dealing with any battle that they were on the front line and had to face so check it out five bloods the five bloods on uh, netflix
0: all right so i am still watching imposters so Ooh. um that is the same show that i talked about last week but listening to last week's podcast I didn't do a very good job of describing it. So I'm going to do a better job this week.
2: Okay, you did some homework. I like it. Yeah, I did
0: some homework. So Maddie's a con artist who works with Max and Sally at the behest of a mysterious figure called The Doctor who has teams of con artists working for him in multiple cities. Their method of operation is to make their targets, male or female, fall in love with Maddie while ingraining themselves into their lives and then steal all of their valuables shortly after. Maddie will marry them. It's Dang. a great show. Seriously. I think that sounds awesome. It's actually. really, really good. And it's on Checking Netflix. Really good. Imposter. Netflix. I think,
1: I think I might check that out actually next. Yeah. Uh, I'm on Netflix now on my 4K TV. Uh, <laughs> and what we've been watching, the wife and I have been watching, it's called Down to Earth. It's got Zach Efron. I-
0: Oh, I, a PB for that. I watched yeah, three um, episodes of that the other night. Nice, yeah. yeah. Nice. Okay,
1: so you know what I'm I talking about. I watched the preview, I watched yeah. the
2: preview of it, so I'm very aware.
1: i you'd love How it. Is it? I really see. He, he travels around what? the world with his buddy who's a wellness expert, and he's they he's a
0: little different.
1: He's he's into wellness and fitness, <laughs> he's and he's a
0: little he's an odd duck.
1: Uh, and they find healthy, sustainable ways to live basically, yes. and then they eat food. And they eat food in the different parts of the world they travel to. Did
0: you it's see how here. um who's the star again?
1: Uh Zach, Zach Efron. Zach Efron. Efron.
0: He is getting shamed on Twitter because in the first episode, he took a shirt off and oh, jumped did- in the water and, and fans are like, Where's this eight pack you just had in your last movie? Oh really? Yeah. Oh, he You're body foodies. shaming Zach Efron oh, for having a dad bod.
1: I didn't even I think- honestly I didn't even notice. I
0: just saw that on social media this morning. Jeez. Yeah,
2: man. People want to be mean. If it's I'm true. Zach I'm like, hey, bro, take a chill pill. I'm a foodie. I'm traveling. I don't have a, a traveling weight room with me. Leave me alone. Or don't even read them. That's what I do. I don't even read them. Those oh, yeah. The what- <laughs>
1: this is stupid. People are dumb, Amon. I'm looking at the side-by-side comparison. See Zach Efron's dad bod. Yeah. That's a dad bod? I know. Shut the front door. That I, is, I watched that's the it.
0: series, and I'm like,
1: a dad bod? What are you talking What's about? What's a dad bod now? Like being really jacked? Apparently, it's a dad right. bod. Like that's what? That's the dad
2: bod. Terry Crews, dad. Zach, Ef- I don't know if Zach Efron's a dad, but he has the dad bot. You know, oh, that's so which dumb. Is, which is now put is is pushing up the uh the threshold now on what a dad bod is. Like you said, it's taking it to a whole other level. Yeah.
1: Apparently, pretty dad bod is being in pretty damn good shape. Right? Okay. Exactly. Dang. Okay. Uh, Whatever. I have
2: that then. I'm a dad bot. I have a dad bot.
1: Apparently, yeah. <laughs> Apparently,
0: Amon's got a dad bot too. Well oh, you're a pro athlete, Amon. Come on
2: yeah it's not fair to John well, and I, no, no, it's not, but I'm just saying no, I'm just joking no i'm just I'm just making uh, f- I'm just I'm just trying to go against everybody that's always trying to shame somebody online I'm yeah. oh,
1: shaming people so down to earth, Netflix
2: got it all right, now we're up to my favorite segment of the show. John, can you take us there? It's that moment in a horror
1: movie where if it doesn't happen, there's no movie this is what should have happened here is a with today's turning point so so with this week's turning
2: point i believe i'm about to change history here <laughs> all right i'm about to set the whole i'm about to set the world in another direction all right just like uh, marty mcfly and doc brown did so movie of the week is winchester it came out in 2018 had great actress helen marin in the movie so she is the daughter of She's the, you know, what's the, the heir to the throne of the Winchester gun company that makes the Winchester rifle. So from their, um, you know, mo- you know, revenue and all the money they earned as a family and a company, she has now take part of and the ownership of the company since dad has passed away. And now this company, which I didn't know, uh, or where she lived at, she lived on the West Coast. So this is based on true events. She lived in California in the San Jose area, and she ended up building a home. And as a little girl growing up in that family, obviously, what the what you know, what their tool of trade was they were building out for everyone, you know, for hunters, for gatherers, for soldiers around the world, use that weapon. So somehow, she has inherited the not only the money, but the guilt behind it is the people that were being killed by the rifles. So she is terrified and horrified and haunted. So she builds a house to. I guess attract the souls that that are like haunting her and trap them in the room. <laughs> but obviously that's not a good idea. No. So what I would say <laughs> to grandfather Winchester and dad, be like, Hey bro, don't even make the gun. I don't like guns. Guns kill people, not people kill guns, things like that. Don't even create a weapon. Don't even, just, don't even build it out. Then we, like I said, I'm chasing. It. We don't even have Winchester rifle in the on supernatural. They're not the Winchester boys because there's no gun to name them after things are like that. I'm changing the world right now. So you're st- doing big things.
1: You stop the gun. So there's no house. So there's no trapping. Exactly. of this. Oh, Okay. You're, exactly. you're Marty McFly stuff. Okay. Exactly. I, get it. Yeah. I told you,
2: I'm going, I'm going to Marty McFly on this. I'm changing the world. So we're not even, I'm going to say, like, Hey, if you create this weapon, your daughter is going to be haunted. She's going to build a house to scare more people. Then this is not helping us either in the Santa Jose area, man. I want to come and hang out at a cr- Crunchyroll uh, convention and not worry about ghosts up in the mouth. <laughs> okay so don't bank the weapon don't make no gun you're changing history man changing history marty mcfly style
1: <laughs> no amon green style that's the what most creative it turning point we've had thus yeah. far on the podcast yes. i love it amon
2: yeah indeed so thank you everyone for jumping in listening to amon green podcast with my amigos ben and john so, tune in next week for a new this or that, and my favorite part, like we just talked about, Turning Point. New topics, game releases, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Among Green30, all one word. Right now, I'm having technical difficulties with my PCs at home, but you can find my old uh, VODs on Twitch at Green TV. So, hopefully, I get my PC worked out and fixed very soon. And now, Ben, we got a new Twitter and social handle for ag gamers lounge let them know
0: yeah at ag underscore um gamers lounge i struggled on that last week yeah too. you Why? did on instagram AG and underscore gamers it's, lounge. New. Yeah. it's new you that's gotta true. get
1: it in your vernacular that's, that's awesome.
0: true yeah so uh find us on and all awesome. social channels and then of course you can download the podcast wherever you find your podcast hopefully iHeartRadio is your first choice but i get it it better
2: be <laughs> it better be our Heart radio uh, uh, all right All right, so thank you, guys, and thank you, everybody, for listening in to Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. See y'all next week.
0: Boom. You've Zoomed, Facetime, tweeted, and posted. Heck, you've even learned to TikTok and go to. It's safe to say you could use a change of scenery, abandon the Beltway, escape home for the holidays, to a place where mountain views and warm apple cider set the mood. So come on down. Make yourself at home. It's miles away from your new everyday. Discover Winchester, Virginia, where social distancing has never brought us closer. Visit WinchesterVA.com.